You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 135, House Features to Watch Out For. Welcome to episode 135 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. You can visit us at mindfuldesignschool.com. So welcome everyone. Hey, Laura. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. Things are good. Happy August. It's still yes, August. Same to you. It is. Summer's almost, summer's almost over. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have one thing that we're going to talk about before we get into today's topic, which we tried, we struggled with what to call it. Uh, we were going to call it feng shui. What is it? Feng shui? No, home features that mean bad feng shui. Anyway, what, we were going to use the word bad, but we decided not to because we didn't want to freak anyone out because that's not what this is about. We are going to go over things that you might come across when you're taught, when you're learning or looking into feng shui that you've been told are bad feng shui. And so we're going to go through three examples and we're going to talk about what they are, mm-hmm. what they mean and how to fix them. And we're not oh. going to get freaked out. Okay. But wait, before cool. we do that, yes, before we do that, <laughs> we have to do our little pitch. So, yeah. um, We would like to invite everyone, if you haven't already signed up for it and you're not already on our mailing list, um, on our newsletter list, that we are doing a webinar, a free workshop, an online workshop to teach you and show you how to set up your own bedroom using feng shui. And the focus is on, it's called feng shui your bedroom, color, crystals, and plants. So using um, natural elements and colors, the right colors and what that means and how you can bring them into your own bedroom to really create that beautiful nurturing space. And that is happening um, very soon, like August the 25th. So if you're not already um, on our list and you're not, um, you haven't signed up for the newsletter, go to either the show notes here or go to our website, mindfuldesignschool.com and sign up at the bottom of the homepage. Yeah. Um, and this is going to just air a couple days before we do that webinar. So there's a good chance you'll be listening to this after the webinar, but no fear shui, like we're going to be talking about in a second. <laughs> don't, don't uh, fall into a fear mode. Don't get into FOMO. Uh, we're going to have it available. So just sign up for our mailing list and mm-hmm. we'll be sending out a link to the replay um, for, we'll send it out for a few weeks. So if you're listening, you'll definitely uh, get a link to the free um, bedroom webinar. Exactly. Again, it's called Feng Shui Your Bedroom. Colors, crystals, and plants. Everybody loves colors. All the things plants. we love. All, all the, things. the good things. All the things. All exactly. the things. So uh, another all the things is our disclaimer again. We always really want to emphasize don't come from a fear-based approach. We discourage that. And we really want all of you to come from a place of abundance, of positivity, and 
curiosity. Yes. Yes. More just trying to figure out and seeing how these things that we talk about in your home, that they actually become a learning tool and a a tool to make you become more aware of your own personal situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, your home is talking to you and what is it telling you? Basically, what's your home saying to you? And through challenges, we really grow and your home may be telling you that you need to work on something. So Mm -hmm. you may find one of these challenging house features um, that you want to watch out for in your home in regards to feng shui, but it's not the end of the world because especially in B2B feng shui, a lot of what we do is um, remedial. So we like to say we work with what you have because moving is not always an option. In some very rare cases, we may suggest someone move, especially if like you're living in a rental or something, but we really want you to, yes, be aware of these challenging house features and then notice that and have curiosity, like Laura said, about how or what it may say to you and what is it telling you? What is this feng shui feature? What is your home telling you? Because that's what feng shui is about. It's about the energetics. And, and then we'll tell you some ways to work with it. Um, yeah, actually, Laura and I were chatting with one of our mentors, Rosalie, today, and she she reminded us that feng, if feng shui was as easy as a checklist, it would just be as easy as a checklist. But really, it's about the skillfulness of the practitioner and the energetics around it. So if you get a feng shui consultation or if you're one of our students, we actually do a meditate. We do meditations before we really cultivate our presence and our chi before we do a consultation because it's not about just seeing and checking things off a list actually about what is coming up what is happening at that very moment what is it how did you how did you put it laura like it depends on what's happening at that moment at that moment yeah i mean at that time it's very um i mean time does play into it. So at this time, at this moment for this client with this interaction that we're having, I would see um, something or we would discover something or we would focus on something because that is what was coming up energetically. I mean, there are some times when you're from what the client is telling you, again, you're working together, you're working in tandem, you're co-creating this. And when you have a really good energy and rapport with a client and you're going back and forth, you will folk, you'll start to develop, um, you know, I don't want to say a theme, like you kind of discover things. You're like, okay, this is coming together. And then, yeah, it might take you, it takes you on a certain path and you end up guiding them a certain direction, um, you know, gently. Um, and you don't, you realize that maybe you didn't talk about a certain thing, but that's okay. It's fine. You know, um, and there's only so much time in consultation. You don't want to have to, you know, make sure you go through everything or, you know, and have this long, as you said, a long checklist. So it's really about the energy. It's about what comes up at that exact time. And it's about what the client needs at that moment. So, um, so the same, we would say for, for, so for these three things that we're going to talk about today, these three features, I also like to say that like everybody's chi is different. Everybody's they're in a different place. So that's why you always have to meet your client where they are, what's going on with them. And, you know, your chi 
might mix a certain way with a feature in the home, like, or it might just really bring something up for you when you, you know, you become aware of it. And, you know, another teacher of ours, Catherine was saying that the professor said that just by becoming aware, just by vocalizing that you have this particular thing going on in your home and saying, huh, okay, that's interesting. You know, that makes some sense or this may, it brings this up for me. That is already, you know, it is already an adjustment because you've brought it, you've, you've already um, brought it to the surface and become aware of it and even just vocalizing it. And sometimes that might be all you need. Now, if you start to ask questions and when we say these different features and you say, no, you know what, there is something going on there. And I find that this is something that comes up a lot. Then we'll say, okay, then there is no harm. Let's adjust it. Let's see how we can adjust it. Let's find a really skillful, creative way to adjust this so that it works with you, works for your home, works for what you're, you're doing right now. And it's not going to make you, you know, it's not, oh my God, if you, do, if you don't do this, you know, X, Y, Z. So that's not how we would approach this at all. Yeah. And, and the, house features that we're going to talk about are actually in general all you for most everyone there are things to watch out for but you know since we're talking a little bit about consultations a lot of people might not know also um when we do consultations and this is what we teach our students this is doing energy work so we also create protections and um, energetic protections around the whole around our client, around the space, around us. And so like Laura and I aren't doing the consultations, we're just um, creating a space for it to happen. So, so it's also something to be aware of too, like definitely if some of these things stand out to you, apply it to yourself, but be aware about like suggesting it for other people. But what you mm. could do is you could suggest that they listen to yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. And now you'll know these three things you're going to go in. Oh my God. You have yeah. The yeah. thing that people love to do is say, <laughs> oh yes, I think my sister, I think my best friend needs to do this, but what a, you need to start with you and take care of yourself. But if you think someone may benefit from it, just say, oh, you can listen to this podcast. But I don't know about you, but when people say, listen to this podcast, I never do. Uh, if they send yeah, me like a don't... link or a yeah. YouTube link or something, go watch this video. I'm yeah. Like, okay. I won't watch the video. Gonna... I might listen to a podcast though. It depends Maybe. on the podcast, but I would. Yeah, it I, depends. I would. And it depends on who it's coming from, but don't be one yeah. of those. Don't be, um, it's not, uh, it's not helping anyone. And it's also taking on other people's karma. So yes. again, protect, just worry about your own chi. So let's just jump into so, it. So yeah? let's go into it. All right. Okay, so number one, I'll start. Um, number one um, is uh, front door aligned with back door. Da, 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 da. What What's does that, that mean? What is it? So, what's up you, with you and your your sound effects my, today? That was my, was that a drum roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what did not sound like? Not really. There, yeah, get, I got yeah. it. <laughs> so, um, front door aligned with back door. So you walk in your front door. And you're opening the door. And if you look straight ahead, it your back door, either sliding doors or you know, swing door or whatever, is in line with the front door. Even sort of in a different, if you can still sort of see if there's sort of this really free flow of open space that you could, you know, throw a ball straight through and wouldn't hit anything. And you could, if you were good and accurate, um, and you could go all the way through to out that back door. So that is um that's 
we say in feng shui is a loss of resources. So, you know, the front door is the mouth of chi. So the energy is coming in that that's the main conduit. It's coming in. And instead of it sort of meandering through the home and benefiting everyone, it's going straight out the back. And um, so, and you'll often read if you've, if you've come across these features and other things, money in money out. Right. Cause, cause again, she is very tied into, your, your resources, your productivity, how you, how you go through the world, you know, and people like, you know, really when it comes down to it is how well am I doing in the world? Do I have the, the energy and the chi to be able to sort of, you know, navigate work, do all these great things. So that's where you kind of get that, that element of you saying, okay, yeah, money in, money out sort of cash flow. you know, um, yeah. you know, you say, oh yeah, I've got the money, but it's always going out the back door. Yes. Um, and always remember we, and we always talk about how important your front door is. So it's mm-hmm. really like your face to the world. So it's really important. So how would you fix that? So there's different ways you can do it. I always like to start with the simple, uh, practical ways first, see what you can do from a layout standpoint. So if you have, depending on everyone's layouts, different, if you have the ability to place um, some type of, um, you know, a, a table in the middle, like I often I see this where you walk into a sort of a grand hall and um, there's, it's a foyer and there's the ability to put a table in the center with, you know, an arrangement or plants or whatnot. Um, and that will, what that does is it, it slows the chi down and the chi then goes around. And especially if it's circular, that's also great. So, you can also, you know, we often see it as an open concept. So even just simply by having a sofa, you know, some plants, um, tables, like that kind of stuff will slow the chi down. Um, light fixtures, but somewhere along the line. So um, sometimes I see it, um, you know, a kitchen table or a dining room table in front of those back doors, having a really great light fixture. Um, you know, if you can add crystal to it, that's great to really move the chi around. Those, you can do a lot with layout, okay? And when you walk in, having the sense where you can ground the space with a rug or something or slowing it down like an area rug. So thinking of the design of the space and how it flows and seeing if you were if you were energy, you know, would you have to kind of meander through the space and take your time? Um, and then, you know, that's one way to achieve it. Um, the other way to do it if, if that's not possible or, you know, you're still feeling like it's going out is to hang a feng shui crystal. And that's the, uh, the faceted um, lead uh, crystal, man-made crystal ball. You can find them on holisticspaces.com and they have a little hole in the top and you thread them, you thread a red string through them and you hang it from the ceiling and you would hang it um, somewhere between the front and the back door. I generally tend to tell clients to hang it either closer to the front door or preferably in front of those back doors, you know, somewhere in front of the, you know, not like where it's going to get hit with a swing and stuff, but so somewhere on that path that works for you and um, it will modulate and move the chi around the space so that it's no longer in that direct line. Okay, cool. I'll go next one. Um, pretty uh, important house feature to watch out for. And we actually, we just had a podcast about bathrooms. So bathrooms in the wealth area. So um, you might want to refer back to that one to learn more, but also a bathroom in the center of your home is challenging. So the center 
of your home is right in the middle. If you have an odd shaped home, you'll have to work with someone to determine if that's a center. But in general, if you have a pretty regular shaped home, like a square or rectangle, the, it's pretty easy to find the center. And if the bathroom is in the center, um, what that means is that it's in the Tai Chi, which means that it's in the health area of your Bagua map. And it affects all the life areas all around it. So, you know, the Bagua is, Ba means eight, Gua means areas. So it's eight areas around a center. So the center is one of the most important spots in your home. Again, because it's like the center of a wheel, it, the center allows the wheel to turn and the spokes come off of it. So it really holds everything together. It's, it's a pivot point. So if you have a bathroom in the center, it can mean, again, a loss of resources. So some uh, simple ways to work with that. One is you can use the same faceted feng shui crystal ball, which is not like a quartz crystal. It's actually a glass crystal ball, and it should be at least 40 millimeters in diameter. And you can hang that in the center um, of the ceiling in the bathroom to bring more light and clarity and move the chi around that space. And um, the other option I would say is that you can put a large mirror on the outside of the door to energetically erase the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yep. The last one we're going to talk about is having your staircase in line with your front door. So what does this mean? If you walk into your front door, again, all the things we said about the front door opportunities, mouth of chi, important part, your voice to the world, how you show up in the world, but also where all of the energy is coming through opportunities, et cetera. So when you step in, if it is close to the front door, and this is where, you know, different theories and different, you know, you kind of have to use your, your gut here, but generally it's, if it's, if it's closer than twice the height of the tallest person is one reference. Um, I like to use like nine feet because we like nine. Um, but I think everyone needs to really get a feeling because sometimes they can be really large staircases um, that really that fan out at the bottom, or you know, there's a real feeling or that of this imposing staircase when you walk in. So see how it feels. But generally, you'll get a sense like, oh, you know what, this is actually pretty close, and it's like one door or sometimes double doors. Um, and so what that means again, back to loss of resources. So all the things we said around the front door, back door, it's similar. So staircases are parts of the home that you know, it's ups and downs, energy moves up and down, and it and it moves, it's uh, slightly unstable. So the chi um, either goes runs down the stairs, but mostly it's sort of, you know, you know, it's, it's a, it's a place in a way that creates an area in your home. And if you talk about the Bagua, where it's one area that isn't solid, it's like, up and down, it's different levels. And so it's, it creates this almost this little hole. 
So, you know, having um, the energy just kind of comes in and either it either goes down those doors out the front door or it sort of stumbles up the stairs and isn't able, again, same idea as the front door alignment, isn't able to meander, isn't able to move throughout the entire space because the idea behind chi and energy is you you have it come in. First of all, let's hopefully you've done some lovely work on the outside. And we've talked about doors and kind of coming up to the doors many times. You did some lovely work. You've got this beautiful front door. You open your front door. The chi comes in. And then it's able to sort of, you know, really everyone's be able to benefit at all the areas of the home, you know, your kitchen, your bedrooms. And it isn't just sort of concentrated or stunted or sort of like jammed or stuck in one spot. You want it to flow through like a babbling brook throughout the, the whole home. So, and then how would you fix that? So very similar fix to the front and back door alignment. You can do it with um, a design um, you know, layout. So uh, putting, I always like to say, let's ground to that space when you walk in. So you have um, an area rug. Mirror works really well on one side because it ends up, you know, expanding and moving the chi around, um, um, opening the space up to pulling the chi away from that, you know, how that, that staircase. And then, um, light fixture is really great, especially a light fixture that has crystal in it. And if you can't do that, then just simply use that same crystal ball that we talked about that Angie talked about that I talked about for the other ones, hanging it halfway between the bottom step and the front door somewhere along, somewhere there that works. Every ceiling is different. Every house is going to be different. And, you know, you might be listening going, but my ceilings are really high and no, no, no. So in that case, you're going to have to use furniture. You're going to have to get creative. You know, can you put in a console? Can you put in some artwork? Can you put in something that allows the eye and the energy to travel around rather than having the focus be on that staircase? And that is the three points. And that's it. Those but remember, that's no fear. No fear. What did what was that? Do you remember like in the 90s there was like a skating company? No fear. Here. Oh yeah. That that no, fear. no fear, guys. Remember that. All right. Um, no fear. Yeah. And um, and and everything can be worked with if you're if you're worried about it. Look up our mindful design feng shui school consultant someone can help you sign up yeah. get on our newsletter too because we do i don't think we mentioned this enough honestly we do uh consultations for the classroom so if you're looking for a consultation we offer it at a, a, a like a majorly reduced price because we want to encourage our students to learn from it so if you want to be a mindful design um, school uh, client, classroom client that our students can audit, get on our newsletter um, and uh, keep your eyes peeled for the notifications. And actually, I think some are going to be going out in the next month because we're going to be filling some this fall. Yeah. Yep. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast, please share it with others. Subscribe. You can even leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. You can also support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.